Welcome to Tough Love Podcast with me, Mairead Lockman, matchmaker, dating specialist and the founder of Love HQ Matchmaking. And me, Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist and relationship specialist. Stephanie, it is Valentine's week. Ooh, all things hearts and love and a very busy week for you and I. <laughs> 100% but such a nice week yeah and I just thought we've had our nice break you know for all of January we really haven't produced any any podcasts and it seems timely to come back in at this time um, so today we're really focusing on Valentine's gift giving why it's important what it's like for people when they're disappointed um, and to work through some of I suppose the rationalizations that people have around Valentine's you know all these people who will say, oh, you know, it's just it's just commercialization. It's it's uh, there's no point. I'm not doing it. Mm. I think uh, we've yeah, I have a lot to say about that. It's like I was uh, talking to a radio show actually yesterday and they were kind of going with that whole thing. They the pros and cons of Valentine's Day. And I'm saying they were looking for a Valentine's Grinch, basically. Um, and I was you know obviously an advocate for celebrating your relationship and celebrating love and they couldn't find a Grinch which I actually kind of liked that they couldn't find a Valentine's Grinch so maybe we're coming a little bit further in the world yeah and maybe also what you're picking but what that can pick up on is well first of all maybe people wouldn't admit to it (laughs) they'd be to admit to it but actually I think there are quite a few Grinches around Valentine's and um and that whole thing of, you know, buying the flowers or buying a card or marking it. And I think that um, it's worth looking at that. And why is it not okay to be really negative around it, in my view? Why what, I think... Yeah, what is your idea on gift giving and receiving for Valentine's Day? Well, I, I think, first of all, first of all I, think it's re- I think it's important. I think it's actually quite important. Um, and I think first off, if you kind of step back and just think about gift giving in general, we do a lot of gift giving and a lot of gift receiving, if you think about it. And why do we do that? We do it because it there's many good reasons for doing it. But the most important one is that it sort of cements and strengthens our bonds with each other. So leave leave romance out of it for a moment. Our friendships, our family, our friends, all, you know, good, you know work friends even, we... Why do we do it? We do it because it's a show of appreciation or it's some way of showing them what they mean to us, that we value them, that we're grateful for the relationship, that we appreciate the relationship, we appreciate the connection. So it's a it's the age old way of letting people know. Rituals don't come about for no reason. They come around because they had a certain sense to them, a social sense. And that's what it is. So gift giving is really important. Um, in building relationships. Now, of course, there's, you know, there's many little factors to it. If you think about it, there's, there's, is it always, is it, is it about the size of the gift? Is it about, so what are the components, if you like, that make the gift giving kind of special? It's not just the emotion that it shows. It's also that if you can think about the other person's interests and, and, you know, what they like or what they need and reflect that in some way in the gift, that has a further strengthening effect because you're really showing that you can kind of know them and you've taken the time to choose something that they really like. Yeah. But what's really important is that gift giving, actually, we talk a lot about oxytocin and the hormone and all of that, but actually gift giving has been proven to be better for the giver than the receiver, even. Well, I would believe that because I actually love giving gifts. 
and especially to my partner. Like I just, if I see something and I suppose because I know him better than anybody, if I see something that I know that he would genuinely like and appreciate, I'm like, just buy it, just buy it, just buy it. As much as I would just buy something for myself. And I do get a lot of, you know, happiness from doing that. But what you're actually getting when you say a lot of pleasure, you also get that dopamine effect, which is when you think about the other person, when you think about them receiving this gift, think about the fact that they would like it. That has an uplifting effect on the gift chooser and the gift giver. So there's many, and this has been proven very strongly in research over the last two, three years, that people really have a a very positive effect on their well-being and on their happiness. So you would have heard it in general terms. People say, oh, get involved in a charity, get involved in, you know, doing, you know, deeds for other people. That's why, because the research shows us that your overall well-being is better. So there's a lot of general reasons why it's good to think about gifts. So don't don't sort of knock gifts. That's what I say to people. You know, they, they like to say, oh, it's all commercialization. No, no, sorry. I don't accept that. It is it gifts. Giving gifts is good for us both to think about, about being kind to other people, think about making other people happy. And then we can talk about Valentine's. I think it's nice to celebrate your relationship and celebrate. Even for some people, it's friendships for Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, Palentine's Day. I think is another one that they're really stretching on the wording of. But, um, you know, I would say it's no harm to celebrate them. It's no harm to show your appreciation. Life is extremely busy. And so to take a moment to have thought of them and especially something thoughtful. I have kind of some recommendations when it comes to buying gifts. I tend to say something thoughtful, not practical. Um, so no, not something for the house that everybody shares. If you're buying a gift for someone, buy it for them as a person. If it's an item for the house, just buy it for the house then. Uh, no household appliance and basically is what I'm saying. Unless they like, specifically ask for them. So like a coffee machine or something that they really wanted. There might be a little bit of... of sure they drink coffee. Yeah, of course, make sure they drink coffee. And that's the other thing as well. It should be personal to them. So put some thought into it. So like I, uh, when I was growing up, worked in a pharmacy, very well-known pharmacy, and for three years during college. And when I did, the amount of people that would come in, especially men, would leave gift buying to the last minute and then would come in and just say, can I have a bottle of perfume? And honestly, Stephanie, I used to give them the most expensive bottle of perfume that I had and maybe the one that I wanted the most myself, depending on their age range. Um, I would never just give them the 15 euro sale one because I actually thought to myself, you know what? That lady actually deserves the more expensive one if she if their if their partner is putting in so little effort. So I think that's that's good. I also heard something on social um media recently as well that said that women buy presents for themselves mm-hmm. and men tend to buy presents though for their partners. So if you are buying a present for your significant other for Valentine's Day, I would say make sure it's something that they want. So you were saying there, do they actually drink coffee? Make sure it is something that they want, want, not just that you want to uh, have it yourself. Now, I'm going to come back at you there on two things. Yes. You, you were kind of slightly uh, thinking, oh, he's not putting in much effort. I think that's good enough. I think going into the chemist and, okay, it's end of the day, but they're doing it. So I know more might be better. But in a relation, some relate, everybody, you know, it's different levels, different standards of gift giving different levels of money that they're prepared to spend. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm okay with that. 
But I think I think making that gesture, I think that is good. Now, something I've heard back quite a lot from men is, where is the reciprocity? I'm never good with that word. Where, how do, why do women not reciprocate as much? And I think that's a really important question now. You know, in some relationships, there is a lot of, equal, you know, equalizing and um, women try to be as thoughtful for the man in their life but let me tell you, not always. There's been, there's a lot of a, a sort of an, a, an older sense of things, I suppose, a kind of a, a history, if you like, of men being the wooer, men being the the gift giver, men being the um, the one who, in some ways, have to elevate the woman in their life. And but the other is required as well. And and maybe Valentine's is a time for thinking about that, equalizing a little bit of equalizing. And when you mentioned about about um, celebrating relationships, the Galentine, the Palentine, all of that. You know what? Why not? I think it is yeah. quite good because relationships are the foundation of our lives. They're what make us happy. That they're what make what makes us really well. So yeah, celebrate it. And remember, we've loads of women in our lives who don't have men, mm-hmm. who are loads of men who don't have women. Yeah. Lots of single and who would like to be in a couple. I heard a lovely story from a woman the other day, and she said. That a couple, she's reasonably recently separated, about a year, maybe a year and a half or two years. And she said, this lovely couple up the road said, you're coming, we would love you to come with us to such and such a uh, play and then we're going to have a supper. We'll pick you up. It was Saturday night and it was just, I found it quite touching. And she said, you know, it was so lovely to be out and about on yeah. And I said to her, you know, I think when you're single, because I was a separated woman myself yeah. in, my, in my 30s, you get sick of coffee. Yeah. You know, everybody can meet you for coffee. And weekends are long and bank holidays are long. Yes, they're long. So so maybe this is a time if you know you're single, pe- you know, people in your life, think about them on Valentine's and do something really nice with them. That's a, I mean, I think that's a really important other aspect of Valentine's. Well, that's absolutely what I think when I think of Valentine's Day. Yes, the romantic side of it, but I actually think it's a celebration of love and the people in your life. And I think that's where people get lost with the cards and the chocolates and everything. It's actually a celebration of love. So if you take it into that into consideration, my partner last weekend, um, you know, was out buying things for his kids. So for to give them to Valentine's Day because he gives them something every Valentine's Day. And I just think it's it's a lovely thing. And very often men don't get the appreciation for doing those things but he always gives them a valentine's card he always gives them uh, a valentine's gift and it just it's lovely to see just a celebration of love and including everybody and they teach it quite a lot in school which i think is lovely you know um uh, you know getting the lovely lovely so they know about it they know about the importance we actually have the coloring in here from from the kids yeah from yesterday from school so yeah And, you know, so they're getting the message and the message is, you know, a homemade card. How lovely is that? I mean, we all we all get that. A card isn't much. I think I'm a real believer in the well-written card. Yeah. Card that says something, because in a way, that's what we're trying to do with gifts. We're trying to say something. We're trying to say, you know, this friendship is important to me. This this relationship we are in is something that I love and value. I love you. I love what you're, you know, what you have brought into my life. I love the happiness we have, the joy we have, whatever it is. So you're only trying to say it 
you're trying to say it in gifts, you're trying to show it in gifts. It's a, it's a concrete way, but also the words go a long way. I also would say, though, Stephanie, um, Valentine's Day can be a very lonely time for someone. I know we like to, to normally focus on the positives, but it can be a very lonely time, whether you're single, but also when you're in a relationship. If you are in a relationship and the person that you're with makes absolutely no effort, and yes, they can brush it under the carpet by saying, oh, it's like, you know, uh, a, a, person, you know a commercial thing or um, like that is, okay, the Hallmark holiday, those sorts of things. Um, but it can actually really highlight and amplify the noise of the problems that are in your relationship. And I think it's important that we touch on that as well, because it is a very lonely time for people, not just from Valentine's Day, but just from the point of view of what's missing in your relationship. Are you with the right person? Um, they might be the right person for other areas of your life, but they might not be you know, ticking the box from the feeling loved, appreciated, celebrating your relationship point of view. Well, I mean, what you're touching on is, of course, when people are at that point in a relationship where they realize perhaps they're in trouble, yeah. that they're, I mean, t- times like Christmas do this, times like yeah. Valentine's do it, you realize, you know, they, as I mentioned to somebody just yesterday, I said, the marriage is over, but the rings are still on. And sometimes it's like that. And and you know, that's okay. We can, you know, people disappoint each other. They're not always able to, you know, fix everything. And it's, it doesn't have to be the very end of the world, while it's a very hard, difficult point of negotiation. But I think that that people can can just sort of skip past Valentine's, but at, at a time like that, in terms of their partner, but just just recognize that it's a kind of a marker in your life, if you in your relationship, if you find Valentine's is coming and going, and you really don't want to share anything. Yeah, you know that um, kind of feeling. You see it sometimes on television. And the lady or the man is saying, well, what are we going to do for Valentine's Day? I'm hoping you're going to do something romantic. Are we going for dinner? And if you in the back of your mind are dreading having to spend one-on-one time with your partner, perhaps you sit in different living rooms every evening. So the thought of having to go out just the two of you, like let's face it, you don't tend to go out to the group of six or eight on Valentine's weekend. So if you're actually dreading the fact of, oh no, now I'm going to have to spend this time with my partner, or you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'll just tick a box now and give them a card. Um, Or you're thinking to yourself, there's a high possibility I'm not going to even get a card or even a thank you or even a kiss on the cheek this Valentine's Day. You know, that's a very lonely place to be in, but I actually think you need to just stop for a minute and say like, am I happy here? You know, is there a conversation that needs to be had? How am I going to go forward from here? Um, because I don't think you should. anybody should be feeling like that long term. Yes, you do sometimes at points in your life get to that point, but that should not be a long term feeling. Yeah, I think, and I think what you're saying is it might, Valentine's may just make you check yourself a little bit in that relationship. Um, disappointments with gift giving. We want yes. to talk about that. Yes. It's not just at Valentine's, at Christmas, at birthdays, because the, the, these things tend to be all run together. Yeah. In relationships, there is somebody who loves to receive gifts, loves to give gifts, does it, does it really well. And perhaps there is someone else in that relationship who just doesn't get it right. Let's just put it that way. They either don't see the point of it, they don't bother, they don't do it, but there is an immense disappointment. And I hear that very often from people. And it's not that they want lots of things. What they want is 
the expression of being valued, the expression of love, the expression of the importance of you in their life. And that's why I say I don't actually, you know, and with couples, I don't accept it when people say, oh, but, you know, it's it's just commercial. No, I'm sorry. Just completely do not accept that. Yeah. It is your job in a relationship to care about how your partner feels. That's part of the deal. Yeah. That's we care about how each other feels and we care if we hurt each other and we care about fixing that. That's the relationship. I mean, that's not being done. The relationship isn't really on. That deal isn't on. No. So I think when you disappoint your partner in terms of, of a present and they're not expecting the world, this isn't about expense, it's about thought. And you have to ask yourself, why are you not prepared to give? Because there's something also about not giving. Now, there may be a, there may be a, a kind of a history because households have different histories around gift yeah. giving. You know, they don't believe in it. They only believe in giving practical things. I was listening to yeah. their, you know, you were saying about practical things. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on the opposite end of the scale. I, I really like things wrapped up in a bow. That's what I like because I don't feel I had a. Yeah, ton- you've said that previously. I prefer uh, quality time and doing things together. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I prefer just doing things together. I like. I don't really care about the the present with the bow and everything like that. I'd much rather they say, right, come on, we're going and doing a cookery class together or we're going to do a night sky walk together or something. Okay, so so me and you then, then just for a moment. Yeah. On Valentine's, would you expect a card? Yes, I would. We actually had this conversation myself and my partner during the week because we were like, where are we for Valentine's Day? Just to preempt, you know, because I've been disappointed in the past. So I was like, let's have the conversation so that neither of us are disappointed. So yes, I okay. would expect the card. Okay. And anything with it in broad terms? Uh, a, probably a small token. So maybe a small teddy bear, maybe even like some chocolates, maybe like a little cookie that's in the shape of a heart, something just now you have to remember as well, Valentine's Day is the busiest day of my year. So yeah. again, we had a conversation about celebrating it next weekend. Um, absolutely. But we then said we would do something together and just the two of us. Okay. And for equality, would you what would you do for your partner yes so I'll definitely get a card uh, I will definitely get a token as well actually it arrived about 20 minutes ago to the house and mm-hmm. I will book something as well for us to do so we're both kind of arranging dates for each other and that's what it is so I'm arranging a date that I know he would like and he's going to arrange a date that I know that he knows I would like that's really and that's lovely and you're oh, you know, uh, ideal world you know but I'm I'm lucky with the partner that I have and you're young enough in that relationship, you know, yes. it's not a 25 year relationship. No, it isn't. No. Different points, different things for sure. And at the beginning, I think these are very important, really very important that you get it right. And that's really what you're doing there. You're kind of trying to find out what each other likes and what's okay yeah. and what will disappoint you. Really important. So if you're 10 years into a relationship and you're still disappointing each other, then there is a big, fat conversation that needs to be had. So, Stephanie, what are yourself and Liam's plans for Valentine's Day this year? Well, what, what I find interesting when I was listening to you there, you know, and young relationships, I was thinking of, you know, 10, 10 years, 20. We would have always done something lovely, always. Now, you know, it would have been, depending on the when the dinner, you know, when, when it falls, we get, We'd always go out, but we would always do something nice. We'd always give that time, whether it's with a nice dinner in 
or a nice dinner out. Definitely. Um, always a card. Never would miss. Always flowers. Uh, I would always try and think of something, I mean, that would mean something to Liam, something that he would like. Um, and, you know, it may, it may be a book. It may be something I heard that he would like. It might be a play that he wants, you know, that he wants to yeah. go to. But I definitely would make an effort and I really do see, and it doesn't have to be amazing, but it has to be something. And, and it has to be thoughtful. And I think it needs to be something for them. You know, if it's, say he got me tickets to go to a football game and I don't, like, I'd be like, now wait a second, you know, just hold on a second. So it has to be something that they would enjoy. Don't buy just some, something for yourself. Yes, exactly. So I just think no matter what stage you are at in the relationship, to be honest, I still think it's very important. Um, and as I say, I would definitely bear in mind those people in our lives who don't have somebody at the yeah. moment. That's that's something I, I've, uh, you know, meet a lot of um women that I, I in my social group and uh, all gorgeous, lovely women. And, you know, some of them are separate. They're on their own. I always think Valentine's, you know, even when you put things up on social media, just be a little mindful. Um, I remember somebody making a comment to me once, not in a nasty way, but just saying, oh, I so you got all the flowers from your son, you know, and whatever. And and I thought, oh, I, I hear that, you know, it might have been it's hard to see that. So careful, careful with those around us. Can I actually say though, for anybody that is single, and so I was kind of a little bit dreading Valentine's Day because there are people that maybe it's their first Valentine's Day single. It might be their 20th Valentine's Day single. So it might be a very lonely time for them. Or they might just be like, I'm just tired of being single full stop. Um, one thing that I would really say to them is actually celebrate yourself and go on dates to yourself. And I know that sounds like, oh, like so much effort and out of your comfort zone. But actually, when I was single, I did it. And I really appreciated it. And I actually bought myself a gift anytime it was my birthday, Christmas, um, Valentine's Day, anything like that. I also then as well would do something lovely for myself. So I might book myself for a facial. Like, let's face it, if you were in a relationship, you would be doing that for the other person. So why not do that for yourself now? And it doesn't have to be expensive, but why not, why not do something really fabulous for yourself? you know, book yourself a facial, maybe organize lunch with the girls, preempt the fact or with the guys, preempt the fact that you're going to maybe be a little bit lonely this weekend. So organize something for the other days. We don't always have to, and respectfully, it's not that I'm saying that they're playing the victim, but there are a lot of people out there that come to me for matchmaking and they're like, I'm the only one in my friend group that's single. I'm the only one, you know, stop, stop with that mindset. Okay. There's a lot of people out there that are celebrating Valentine's Day this year and are going to be absolutely miserable that are in a relationship. So why not embrace where you are in your life and make it the very best you can be for you? Yeah, because this is the journey you're on and this is where you yeah. are. And if you don't, as I, I always say, if you don't like it in the relationship, do something to switch it up, change it, make important changes. And the same applies when you're single. Things don't just happen. You kind of make them happen. And you make them happen, as they say, by bringing, you know, sort of bringing many more opportunities in your way. And um, and it's also about mindset, isn't it? It's about um, life isn't about having one person in your life. It's about having so many people in your life. And I know we've talked a lot about friendships, family, all those relationships are important. Um, and I, I often feel myself, I've come from such a big family that that I learned the importance of sort of many the many relationships very early. And I think it's something that stood to me actually in life that I've always loved building friendships, building new friends, all of that, you know, always having new people in your life because because people instinctively 
um, kind of fall away for different reasons. And there was a conversation on um, News Talk this week. I don't know if you heard it, but I came upon it and it was about friends and um, Andrea was covering it. Andrea against yeah. lunchtime live, and and it was very well covered. And but it was about how how people feel when when um, their friends have children and step away out of the friendship. Yeah. And uh, and then that feeling of them coming back in because now maybe the kids are a little bit older or whatever. And I got a strong sense in the conversation that that some people felt uh, it was a bit rich. Yeah. for them coming back in and and I just felt well that's not how I feel about friends I feel that oh. that there's friends I I have and that I feel there are times when you're busy there's times when you're preoccupied times when you're sad times when you are having children and I tell you for anybody who's had children there is no more bandwidth for friendships so you'd give your two eyes to get out the door and have a night with your girls but it's not there when they're young and there's so much emotionally going on and all of that. Um, I just don't think you have the bandwidth for socializing in that way. And I would accept that 100% from a friend. And I think I would just encourage that. It's not that people don't value you. They have no more to give. And then they come back into your life when they're ready, when they're able. It's not about they're dropping you and picking you up. They have missed you all the time, but they didn't have the space to deal with all of that. Well, I was the, the single girl without the kids for many years. And they, when all my friends were having their children and their second child and their third child and all those sorts of things. And actually, one thing that always I kind of went with the motto of true friendship, it doesn't matter how long it's been. So I have a friend that she and I mean, best, best, best friends. I'm godmother to her eldest daughter and I haven't met her youngest between COVID and life and everything like that. And I picked up the phone in mid-January and I just said, hi. And I could hear she had re- like run for the phone. And she said, oh, it's so good to hear from me. I thought I had 20 times to call you over Christmas, but I just, I knew it had been so long that I was trying to leave it, you know, that we had a good chance to talk. And I said, you know what? It doesn't ever matter how long it's been. Just pick it up. We'll have our chat. If it can only be five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. And we'll we'll pick it up again the next time. And I think that's what true friendship should be. Now, I have other friends that if you hadn't talked to them in two weeks. You gave her the freedom. I gave her the... But I think as well, that's what real life is. You know, we're in completely different lives. You know, completely different lives. And so, you know, when I did get talking to her, she said that she'd had a difficult time over the last few months and everything. And you know what? It's lovely to be able to just pick up the phone and talk to them. We just sometimes can assume that they no longer, yourself and myself actually, hadn't been talking to each other for a week and a half and I sent you a voice note earlier this week and I said, Stephanie, I haven't been talking to you, it'll be a lovely um, bank holiday. Um, I hadn't gotten back to you over something last week and you're like, it's fine, look, life is busy. How about today? And here we are and it's lovely. And I think, I think it is, you've touched on something there with that girl. You know, are they, do you expect them to pick up the phone and say, I'm going through a hard time. That's why I'm not ringing you. Yeah, or I'm going through a hard time. Can you listen to me now? Because I need you now. Actually, she was busy surviving her own stuff. And you know what? Isn't it great that we can just pick up? And I think the longer it has been, the harder it is because they're not up to date. You're starting from the beginning. So you're going to need a, you know, a half an hour or an hour. Then they've got kids and you're busy with work and everything. So just pick up the phone and give them a call. And especially maybe this Valentine's Day. It would be lovely. So, so just for those who really are looking at Valentine's and, and saying to themselves, oh, it's not worth it. There's no point. 
I would just really like to say that there is absolutely a good point yeah. to Valentine's. It's a tradition that is there. It has been there now for all of our, all of our lives and uh, going way back in time. So let's, I know people say it's a Hallmark Day, but it's become something nice. I don't think there's anything negative in it. I think there's nothing in it but positives, whether you remember your partner, your spouse, your friend, you know, or as you say, Maraid, kind of give yourself a little bit of time too, you know, a little bit of sort of loving yourself. Yes. But I think actually, I would suggest that it's more, more going to be more beneficial to you if you see it more as a day about love and friendships yes. than about me, me, me. Although I know what you're saying, it's a kind of a building up yourself, which I think is lovely. But I would encourage people to reach out just a little bit to those who are really important in their life. And that might just be a romantic partner. 